Talking Podcast. It's Stacy. It's Tony. Welcome to tonight's episode of Mom's Talking Shit Podcast, where we're talking about Discovery Plus's documentary, Unseemly, which is about Peter Nygaard, the fashion mogul based out of Canada. Mm. Yeah, I know. He's basically like the Canadian version of Jeffrey Epstein. And if you don't know who Jeffrey Epstein is, you should. Um, So look it up. But tonight we're focusing on the dirtbag Peter Nygaard. Just going to come out and say it. He's disgusting. It's the worst. Oh, he told me to watch it, and I did. So the the short version of what I got from this dude was that <laughs> he had a business, and he would hire people, and then he would get them to watch a videotape about who he was before he would meet them. So they would think he was some big celebrity, which he really wasn't. He was like a C-list or D-list, right? Designer? Not really. Nothing, right? No, he was a good designer. No, he was a known designer who linked up with fashion agencies. And so what he's, what he stood out differently from the other fashions is most people target on the 20, 30-year-old. So he said, mm-hmm. I'm going to target on like the 40-year-old, 50-year-old market towards women. And that's why he's known as the polyester king. Got you. But he looked like... Dog the Bounty Hunter and the Tiger King had a baby. There you go. Um, <laughs> let me see. Let me pull this over. There we go. So there's Peter Nygaard. And you were right. Yes, you are correct. That is a perfect description of who this man was. Um, you know, there he is. Okay. So basically, he would get little young girls to come to his island and molest them, right? And nobody really cared about these girls. Correct. Everybody, and the same thing with the Jeffrey Epstein case, um, Mm. they target after young girls who don't come from the best of backgrounds and looking Mm. for opportunities in every way. They offer to ship them out to these islands. So here it is, another very rich person who has enough money to own an island and they ship these people out there or these girls out there and then they have them kind of trapped on the island. They take their passports and they can't go back until they do whatever it is that they need to do to get off that island. Um, And speaking of, let me show the island. We're talking 12 year olds. It's not a good thing. Right. 12 year olds. My baby is 11. I would kill. Could him. you imagine? And it was all the way from 12 and up. I would kill Dr. Bounty Hunter and the Tiger King baby. Okay. I'm not playing with this dude. So he has an island, a whole island where they ship in all time. I pulled this picture up. You know, he had this shipped into the island. And when you come into the island, it's not something easy to do. You have to go into his neighbor's yard technically, I guess, in order to get into his. And so his neighbor eventually was so frustrated with all of the partying that was going on at Peter Nygaard's place and everybody parking in his spot that he paid his own money to hire his own investigators to check on what Peter was doing on his island. And they found out all of the pedophilia that was going on, um, all of, I guess, the rapes, all of the blackmails, 
uh, you know, if they would link up with fashion model agencies and say, you know, all you got to do is sleep with Peter Nygaard and you're going to be on the next cover of the magazine. And these girls are looking with stars on their eyes and they're willing to do it. Oh, my God. They're not willing, but they're put in a position where they feel like they might, you know, have to do it. Mm. It's terrible. So some other interesting facts about, or I want to say alleged because he's locked up right now. And so it hasn't gone through trial. We haven't heard about it. So allegedly, um, some of the things that would happen on the island is he had 11 kids by like 11 different women and impregnated many, many more women. I don't even say women because they were girls. Impregnated young girls. Um, on the island, they would have the baby and then they not have the baby. He would impregnate them and encourage them to have an abortion. Mm. And then he would take the stem cells from his own baby and inject it into his body to give him the fountain of youth and to extend his life and try to make him, um, look younger. No way. Yes. That's what they were doing. So, you know, Mm. Do you have more to say about it? I don't want to cut you off. No, I'm just like, okay. believe. I can't even believe it. Okay. Right. So, you know, that's a whole nother topic of why, you know, we have to look at abortions and I don't even know how to explain it, but could you imagine I'm going to get you pregnant, but you don't want that baby. Just get rid of the baby mm-hmm. and then taking your own baby and then putting it into your body so you can live younger. But there were 11 girls women, not sure. I think they were various ages that were able to carry his child and had them. And he was a good father. So he would take all his kids. He would get them together often. Um, I don't know if it was certain gatherings or whatever, but they would always have like family meals and they all thought that he was a really good guy. And then one of his sons found out what was going on. And he is one of the people who decided to speak up against his father. Wow, that's got to be like, that's really deep, first of all. And that's it had to be hard, but I'm glad he stood up. Right. I think he wanted to let all of the victims know that not everybody is like his father. So, again, this man, this very, very horrible man still has the ability. Skin. Well, I don't know. He was 70-something years old. But look at his skin. It looks like leather. It Now it does. I. I agree. I don't, I mean, it probably always did. He probably tanned. He has an island, Stacey. He was out there tanning all day long. I want to know how these, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, cracking up about the video. I don't have I'm an island. You, I can't get over it. He was showing people videos mm-hmm. to let them know he was popular <laughs> before they would meet him in person. But that's the same thing that like Harvey Weinstein did. Weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They lure these young girls in with all of these promises because nobody wants they're not these shining faces (laughs) that these girls are willing to jump in bed with and so in order to lure them in with something they're trying to make them seem that they have all of these connections and all of this money and can get them all of those things and I mean in some cases because in other cases they just took the girls to the islands and Mm. just had their ways with them so I don't want to say that was even in all the cases it was just different methods um, again, caring, comparing this to Jeffrey Epstein, he also had a madam like G- Ghislaine Maxwell, which we're still waiting to hear what comes of her trial. I have a feeling not much is going to come from it, which is awful. Um, but you don't hear about it much except for how badly no. she's being treated in jail, which nobody cares <laughs> if she's even in jail. 
but that's a whole nother story. Um, supposedly he had also women that worked from him that helped him recruit the younger girls. And it's just like this vicious, vicious cycle. I mean, we've even heard about it with the girls next door and Holly Madison and, um, what's his name? The playboy. Oh, wait. Hugh Hefner. Hugh. Okay. Yeah, so we, we can, can get in all that too. Definitely. It's like all of these very rich men that just go ahead. <laughs> so she even talks about that. Did you read her book? I did. Down the rabbit read... hole. Who, Holly? Yeah. No. I didn't read her book, but I remember watching, I think it was Kendra when the episode came out, when Kendra went back to see Hef at the house mm-hmm. or whatever in Holly, the whole situation where her and Holly was going on. Um, Holly's now saying that, you know, that she was forced to sleep with him and all these different things. And I think it's bullshit. I don't know. I think that it's bullshit. I think that, of course, there are some that, you know, are young and there's some are old or I think that Hugh could have had whoever he wanted that there's women that genuinely would have slept with him. He wasn't an ugly older guy. You got to hear her book. Yeah, I don't believe her. Though. I say here. She was pissed. Like there were certain points. Wasn't she like the main one and wanted to be married to him, wanted to do all this stuff and was forcing him to be married. He wasn't, he wasn't getting married yet and stuff. Right. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry. I mean, I that's bullshit. a tricky, that's a tricky one. Well, I, I want Kendra on this one. I call bullshit. This is a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Because I feel like there's a lot of women out there. There are some women out there that are willing to sleep their way to the top. And it happens all the time. Right. And so you can't always blame the guys. Well, I have to tell you the story of why she says it wasn't how it was forced. Nope. Nope. She didn't do any. She didn't do any of the uh, quaaludes because she said that it just wasn't her thing. They called them knee openers or knee spreaders or knee. Mm. I forgot. And she said that they often saw them going around the part or going around the parties, but that just wasn't for her. So what they would do is they would go upstairs and have orgies. But whoever the new girl was, all of the other girls would push her to have sex with Hef. So they didn't have to. Because okay. he's an old man. He's not in there lasting long or anything like that. So it was always the new girl. And Holly was the new girl in the group of like six or seven. This is when he had a big click. And then Holly was the one, you know, that that was, just do it. You know, it's whatever, whatever. Um, who got, kicked all the other girls out. And I'll watch took, the show. Yeah, and took the group. Well, but, but when she was on the show, it was just the three of them. Mm. I'm saying that before the show when there was a bigger clique of girls and she was the one who was encouraged to do the deed in the bedroom because they oh i have to tell you more um to do the deed in the bedroom allegedly allegedly thank you she like one by one started picking off the girls to become the main girl okay so like she was encouraged to do it but took the opportunity and i i don't know slept her way to the top you know what I mean? Mm. But she said it wasn't one of those things that she basically admitted that she was lying. But like it wasn't okay. it wasn't one of those things where she was very attracted to him that she thought that that's what she wanted. Like she thought she wanted all the power and the attention, but she realized living in the house, it's nothing but competition no matter what. 
Like no matter how many girls that you're looking to get rid of, there's always another girl standing in the way waiting to swoop in and take your spot. Like when do you get to just be? Which like is we like another reason for her not to have been there. Okay. So she didn't want to sleep with him. There was plenty right. of other well, women. She, well, what she did is because how her and half, well, we're taking this whole nother way. Her and half, because <laughs> I listened to her book on Audible. I didn't get a chance uh -huh. to read it, but like I was cleaning and I was listening to it. And mm -hmm. she was the one who read her book. And I always like it when the person who wrote the book narrates the book like on okay. Audible. So um, she was working at Hooters. And started hanging out at his house at the pool party. So she was like 18 or 19 years old. Again, another very young and impressionable woman hanging out mm. at a very rich man's house who all of these group of girls are following him. So I think, she, and she even admits that she just got kind of caught up in all of that hype, but realized how bad it was for her. She just never felt like she was ever going to be good enough. I mean, and I feel like that's honest. Like she was trying to sleep her way to the top, thinking that that was going to make her happy. But didn't happy, she get there? And it didn't make her happy. But okay, she wasn't so she happy. Got to the top and she wasn't happy. And it wasn't happy because, like I was saying, there was always another girl mm -hmm. waiting to come in and just swoop. And it's nothing but like endless parties. And it's just, it wasn't, you know, what she but wanted. Did he finally get married? To this, yeah, to some girl named Crystal. Okay. Mm hmm. Right. So I guess I feel like it's another situation where you have the you have it both where you think that, you know, if you have the opportunity to sleep at the top, are you supposed to take it? I mean, I think that these women chose whatever they did. I think she chose whatever she did with have. Mm -hmm. And now that he's passed away, now she's like kind of crapping on his name a little bit. Okay. I mean, we all know he's the Playboy guy. Like, so. We can only imagine what has happened at his house. I can imagine. But, but um, I'm sure it was all consensual, allegedly. I don't know what is the truth. But, I mean, why the hell would he need to be picking her? I don't think it's necessarily him, but probably a lot of the stuff that happened at their parties. Like with everybody. Uh, the attendees, the mm. underage girls, the inspiring models, the aspiring models or something. Because, like, even when Kendra was working there, I think she was pretty young. You know, when they're 18, mm. you pluck them out and then you take them and then you just, I don't know, have them it. under your spell, I guess. Stockholm Syndrome. They want to be famous. Right. And that's mm -hmm. why I guess they, they sell Playboy that. bunnies. That's why it's selling your soul to the devil. Like, I think mm -hmm. that's what they call it in Hollywood and all of that, because you're giving away something that's not going to make you feel good at the end. It's not a good yeah. end game when you're making those decisions. But not all of the girls are making these decisions. A lot of them are, have been forced on them. I'm not saying with um, Hugh Hefner. Holly. I'm just saying with... Um, Peter Everyone. Nygaard or Jeffrey Epstein or uh, who do we even well, mention earlier? Age, they have no way to be uh, consenting. Uh, Harvey Weinstein and all of right. that, you know. Um, yeah, and they're drugged or underage. They're they're not consenting. Correct. So it's just tricky when you have a lot of money and power. You do some weird shit too. Yeah, it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. So and, and they think that it's acceptable. So I could see that, but I just feel like Holly. You know, I don't know. I watched a different side of her. I guess. Yeah, she's been very honest on her interviews after the fact. 
Mm. saying, yeah, this is what I did because I thought I was doing the right thing. Like, I thought this is what I was supposed to be doing, but it's not. Like, I'm grateful for Playboy because I wouldn't have been who I am today. Right. Mm -hmm. Or nobody would listen to her But on the other hand, (laughs) (laughs) I know. But on the other hand, it just wasn't the right moves, I guess. Mm. So didn't bring her happiness that she was looking to get. We're sorry. I feel like a lot of the girls that are in there try to find their out. Like, you know, one of the, I don't know how to explain it, you know. It is a nice experience there from what she said. So that was one person that liked it. Right. Well, I think Kendra was in there definitely just for the party party aspects of it. (laughs) For sure. Like, right. I don't think she was looking there for a long term or trying no. to make a wife out of, out of her. <laughs> it's like to him. Um, and as soon as she found Hank, she dipped out. And look how that turned out for her. It was disastrous. Are right. you still together? I don't think so. I'm like, now I want to check my Instagram to find out if she has like a picture of a one up there. Or something. I feel like they weren't. I'm like, not really sure. Went again, off again. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's all we have for the perverse for this evening. Oh, it wasn't a very good episode. <laughs> hide your children. It's like, no, I'm Hide your wife. Hide your kids. <laughs> I don't need to keep going. No. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, a funny subject, but mm-hmm. it's just something that we're just trying to make a little bit lighter when we talk about it because there's some sick motherfuckers out there and you told me to watch it now just my mouth was open the whole time like oh my god and this isn't the first one it's It's poor girls and they were getting sodomized Mm. and stuff it was disgusting right so if you have the chance please (sighs) that's really bad i always think of my kids do you know what panda eyes are no it's when very when yeah when terrible things happen to very very little children and their bodies can't handle it from behind and their eyes both turn black and they call it panda eyes. Oh my god! It's one of those very uncomfortable terms that I see everywhere now and it just sickens me. Ew! So That's disgusting. Okay. Right, but I don't uh, want to end on that. No, but you mentioned it. Or I don't know. You mentioned the, yeah, the terrible things are happening to kids, and it's a shame. We should all band together and help protect all of the kids and help build our teenagers up, um, because that's when they're doubting themselves and they're open to, you know, ending up in these type of situations. And sad. Agreed. Okay. If you have a chance, please give Unseemly. Oh, you know what? Okay. One of the most important things that I forgot to mention about Unseemly is it was written by the To Catch a Predator guy, Chris Hansen. Do you know who that is? No. So Chris Hansen is To Catch a Predator, and they set up, you know, somebody online, and they, you know, say, hey, I'm a teenage kid yeah they bait them they bring them to the house and then they set them up and they have the video cameras here and they're like well why were you bringing pizza what were you planning on doing and then they arrest them when they leave okay so he's had all kinds of shows about that and he said he was investigating the jeffrey epstein case but it was just taking so long and it was so hard to get through all the barriers that he kind of dropped it and just moved on to other cases and so when jeffrey's case broke out he was so like 
mad, like, wow, I missed that. Like, I could have saved this. I could have helped. So that's when he started looking into the Peter Nygaard case. So he's the one who made the documentary. So if you get a chance, please take the time. Check it out. Unseemly on Discovery Plus. And let us know what you think in the comments below. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a good night. What's up, guys? I was scrolling one day. I came across these bongs, thepolarblast.com. I was amazed. I had to get behind it. When I got mine, I fell in love. I take them everywhere. They're super convenient. Go to thepolarblast.com, coupon code Mom's Talking Shit for 10% off. Also, check out my Instagram page, Tokes with Stacy, and you'll see me blowing plenty of bong hits. I love it. Thanks for the support.